Is there not an entire section on this subject? I know yes. that I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is your is your book for sale about it? Yes. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me Came home, went to bed, did not record any podcast. So you are seeing this Tuesday morning instead of Monday morning. Uh, apologies, but I had to take a nap. So um, we have Super Bowl champs, and it is Kansas City. Uh, once again, I, I really, I always say, right, uh, the talent that is out there on the field has nothing to do with whether or not these people win or lose. It's whether or not I'm watching the game. Um, so as I'm at my sister's house watching this football game, I'm okay. Full disclosure, I rooted for the Niners. And the only reason I rooted for the Niners, I really didn't have a dog in the fight. I'm a Broncos guy, have been my whole life, will be until I die. But the reason... And, and I've heard all the arguments, well, you should support the division and you should put support the conference. I can get with supporting the conference, not so much with the, the division thing because of this. And honestly, I don't know if, uh, if, if Pat Bullen actually said this or not, um, but I'm going to give him credit for it and I'm going to go with it because this is how I feel. And I just think that I should, you know, this should be something that Pat Bullen said. No Denver Bronco fan shall ever shall wish any divisional rival, divisional rival team any Super Bowl success. I'm looking at this on the little small screen and it's harder to read. hope it's easier to read for you. Let me say that again. No Denver Bronco fan shall wish any divisional rival team any Super Bowl success. Mr. B. So there you go. Mr. B said it. I'm going with it. So I rooted for the Niners. I was all about the Niners. They were losing when I left my sister's house to drive home. By the time I get home, turn the game on, they're up 10 points. Way to go, San Francisco. I was like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see these guys pull this game out. And then as I start watching it, Disaster. Disaster happens. San Francisco goes down the tubes. Kansas City, unfortunately, is now our uh, reigning Super Bowl champs. Uh, I have a cousin and a niece who are going to be insufferable for the next year, especially because I am a Broncos fan. It might be a little worse on my older brother because he's a Chargers fan. And it's just more fun to tease those guys. So... There you have it. A uh, lot of controversy in the halftime show. Fortunately, I didn't see it, so I can't really talk about it. But 
um, knowing, having seen things that Shakira has done in the past, having seen things that J-Lo has done in the past, I got to kind of pipe in with the what did you really expect crowd. Um, yeah, it it's unfortunate that the NFL cannot be more family-friendly in the entertainment that they they book and bring into I mean a couple years ago we had Miley and I'm trying to even think did was this even a Super Bowl thing the Miley Cyrus I I saw a couple people mention it um I was under the impression that that was like an award show uh I don't know but um <laughs> and this is actually this will actually lead into uh my topic the the main uh, topic of what I want to talk about today because it really is it's just the issue of whataboutism so I've seen a lot of tweets about people who are complaining about uh, the, the halftime show and then other people who are like well there's nothing wrong with it and then of course you get the whataboutism of well you evangelical Christians, you're so mad about this halftime show, but you voted for a guy who said, grab him by the bleeps and, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and it's a whole thing of what about you and what about Trump? Um, you know, again, I've seen somebody mention that it's because they're women of color that people are mad about it. Well, you know, people were really kind of ticked off. And, and again, Kyle Howard uh, was like, well, if this was Taylor Swift wearing the same thing and she could dance, of course, he's got to take the shot at the white girl. Um, then, you know, you wouldn't have a problem with it. Well, no, we would. Okay, first off, here we go. I didn't vote for Trump for that very reason of what he said in that bus to Billy Bush. That was my reason. That was the very reason that caused me to not vote for Donald Trump. I mean, I was irritated by him early on in the uh, in the whole campaign thing because of the lie, the lion Ted and the low energy jab and all the just the the childish name calling irritated me. Um, but had it not been for that statement, the fact that I got a daughter who was born just before the election, um, that was re- my reason behind not voting for Trump. Bottom line, that was it. Those words, so I remain consistent <laughs> in this whole thing. Now, whether or not there are some people of massive inconsistencies, the problem is they're on both sides. The massive inconsistencies, and I brought this all up before. You know, if you're... Uh, what was it I said last you know, last week? Something. Um, oh yeah, if if you can't wish condolences on the fa- for the family of of Kobe Bryant without bringing Donald Trump into it, you're part of the problem. If you can't, you know. And again, it was the same thing back in when Obama was president. If you were complaining about something that Obama did, that that Bush had done the same thing, and you didn't complain about, you were part of the problem. And the same thing, if you were all upset because Bush, or now you're all upset because Trump does something, and you did not call out Obama when he did the exact same things, 
you're part of the problem. But here's the, the, the thing of the whataboutism that comes up. You know, people talking about, well, that's because they're women of color that people criticize them. No, it was not. It was because apparently, and again, I haven't seen it. I have no intention of watching it. I will take everybody's uh, word for the fact that it was basically softcore porn, and I'm going to avoid it. I'm not going to watch it. I have no need to. Apparently, there was a lot of Spanish in it, which... I don't have a problem with. I grew up in Pueblo, Colorado with people around me all the time speaking Spanish. I don't understand it. Doesn't bother me. So, um, but then again, another reason of why do I want to watch it if I don't understand what I'm hearing? <coughs> Excuse me. So, I mean, those all those things just, again, come together to... We have a, a serious lack of consistency on both sides. And my goal is to walk in a way that I am consistent. It's called integrity. It's called being consistent on both sides of, the, of an issue. You know, again, I can't be okay with anything that Trump has said if I was angry with Obama saying very similar things or acting on very similar things, if I was angry because Obama was using his, his pen and his phone to do things. Um, and there were a couple of things that he did executive orders that I said, this is not right. Well, then I can't excuse Trump if he does the same thing. And there are some things that Trump has said that he would do by executive orders that I was like, eh, well, I don't think you can do that. So, Matter of consistency and the whole game of whataboutism as it comes into effect is just ridiculous and it's childish. And, you know, and one of the places where I've seen it more than anything is over this last week and it's dealing with the death of Kobe Bryant. And the fact that, I mean, of course, social media blew up. Now, I, I've, I've fought the argument for a long, long time. You know, and maintain Michael Jordan in my lifetime. And I mean, there may be better, but in my lifetime, if I'm going to say somebody was the GOAT, the greatest of all time, as in sports, let's insert your Jesus juke joke here. Yes, Jesus is the greatest of all time. We got that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I do things from a Christian worldview. Gotcha. Uh, I know I'm going to see it. The comment will come. From somewhere, Jesus was the greatest of all time, not Michael Jordan. My opinion had always been, has always been, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. But even just in the last, not just since he died, but since he retired, I think I've lessened and lessened on my argument in that. And I, I'm, I'm actually willing to say, I would say Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan. Go ahead, light up the comments. Uh, but Kobe was amazing. Again, go back and watch last week's episode. You'll see I did not, I was never a fan of Kobe. Never, ever. I mean, if I have one team, one NBA team that I will always, always root against, it's the Lakers. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. I just, it's the Lakers have never been my team and I've always rooted against them. In the same way that I will never, ever root for the Los Angeles, well, now they're the Las Vegas Raiders. Ever. Ever. 
no matter who they play against, no matter what they do. The only time you'll ever see me root for the New England Patriots is if they're playing the Raiders. Um, The only time you'll ever see me root for the Dallas Cowboys is if they're playing the Raiders or the Patriots. There's a hierarchy of these things. So I've always been a a Laker hater. Um, You know, Kobe's last game, 60 points against my Jazz, destroyed them. And so watching over the last few years, he is amazing, amazing ball player. A a great shining example of um, fatherhood over the last three year, few years, not just three, but as you watch the interactions with his daughters and, and so on. I mean, he's a, he's a good guy. Um, but of course, when he died, all kinds of stuff come up about him. And I talked last week about the whole bringing up the, the rape conviction or rape accusation, which he was never convicted of and stuff like that. Um, but this week it was, well, how come everybody's talking about Kobe and no one's talking about the other people on the helicopter that died with him? Well, one, a lot of people did. I mean, they be simply because of the fact that they were in the helicopter with him, their names made it into the news and so on. But the reality is everybody knew Kobe or knew who Kobe was. We didn't know these other people, so we had to wait until we knew their names and learned about them. Kobe's been in the public sphere forever, and I mean, well, for 20 years. And so, or 23 years, I think it's he's been three years retired, right? So Kobe has been a household name, really, honestly, has been a household name for a very, very long time. That's why, and again, you know, I, I said it last week when I talked about this. I didn't know Kobe. I never met him, never interacted with the man. So that was why I was not devastated when he passed away. I mean, it was a, I mean, I was, I was like, wow, you know, Kobe's gone. Shocked is a great word. Um, I don't know that I would even say that I was upset. I was, I was shocked. I was sad for his family. Um, you know, scripturally mourn with those who mourn and so on. I was sad. I was, uh, you know, I was very um, heartbroken is a good word for the the daughters and the wife that he leaves behind. Um, but I, that was, if he hadn't been on the helicopter, we probably would have never even heard about it. It would have been local news, um, you know, and they probably wouldn't even mention a whole lot of the names or anything like that. And it wouldn't have been a thing at all. I mean, maybe in their communities, their churches and so on who knew these people. And then again, you have people like Shaq. And, as, you know, and those were the times that I began to get very emotional because I'm interacting and I'm empathizing with those who truly knew him. Guys that played alongside of him, guys that played against him, guys that knew him, you know, hearing stories from uh, from Damian Lillard and from Donovan Mitchell and from Shaq and from uh, other people who played with Kobe, Karl Malone, um, the list goes on and on. Why I, I don't need to, you know, push it out any further. So those people were 
far more affected by the death of Kobe um, than these other people. And then the other whataboutism is when any Christian, at least well-known Christian who has many followers or you know, uh, trolls, would post anything about this. And a lot of us did. A lot of Christians were like, hey, this is sad. You know, granted, there were, were things of, I hope he knew the Lord. I hope he was saved. Those are, are great things to say. But then you had these other people coming and going, well, how come you're, you're mourning for this guy or you're, you're talking about this guy and you don't have, what about the, the thousands of, of babies that were murdered today? And, and, and that's a horrible thing. Look on the wall behind me. I am absolutely an abolitionist. I hate abortion. I think it should be criminalized and done away with. And, but it's comparing apples to oranges, y'all. It really is. It's it's not one thing that you can't. It's not that we can't uh, mourn or be sad or anything for Kobe and talk about this and make statements, and that we have to. Uh, you know, I mean, if we did this for everything, I mean, we'd constantly be like, oh, another baby dead. Another. I mean, every couple of seconds, we're we're posting something. Abortion is a horrible thing. And we should, we should be sad for every baby that's murdered. We should be um, doing what we can to, to put an end to it. But it doesn't mean that because we never mention this, and there's so, somebody never mentions this in their social media, but mention Kobe, that somehow they're not Christian or anything like this. Again, the whataboutism coming around of, well, you don't do this, so how can... Look, not your thing doesn't have to be everybody's thing. I do not expect every I expect every Christian in the world truly following after Jesus Christ to be pro-life, to be against abortion. I expect that and that is should be a given in any Christian faith. I don't think there's a possibility to have a pro-choice Christian. It it just the two don't go together. Now, I know, again, I'm going to get pushed back and I'm going to get somebody coming at me uh, talking about that and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you, okay, no. If you have any inclination towards saying it's okay at any time to murder a child in the womb, I don't see how you can claim to be following the teachings of Christ. That being said, not everybody has to be the absolute advocate. I mean, there are people, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not always posting about um, foreign missionaries sharing the gospel. Um, I, I, I like the fact that that's happening. I think that's an important thing. That's not my thing. I do post a lot about the persecuted church because that's something that God has put on my heart, laid on my heart to um, proclaim. But I didn't. I didn't come out against, well, how can you say all this stuff about Kobe and make such a big deal about Kobe and you're not, you know, mourning for and, and asking for prayer for the, the pastor who was beheaded in Nigeria recently for his family. It's not the same thing. And it's, it's petty. It's immature. It's, um, it's just, it's, it's bad form. It really is bad form. 
because here's the thing. Let me let me let you this. And I've seen a few, you know, uh, a couple of people who have posted about, you know, I mean, somebody recently, um, I'm trying to remember where it was. Somebody posted something about, uh, a, I think, a soldier that they knew who had passed. And, you know, and again, that that's the other what about, well, what about all the Americans that are dying? Well, okay, again, it's not the same thing. But let me bring it around to, to a little bit of a more personal thing. And I haven't said anything publicly about this. I'm going to try to get through this without breaking down because this is, I haven't, I haven't said anything publicly about the situation that I find myself in now. But this is my mom. And probably within the next two weeks, be saying goodbye to her. She's got some 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 really bad stuff going on in her body, and it, and it's it's time. And I'll tell you what, if anybody, cause cause there's, she's gonna go, and I'm gonna post pictures, and I'm gonna post you know stuff because it's what we do. It it's encouraging to my family, to her friends, to those around, to just say hey. She's gone. We love her. So on. If anybody come at me for posting a picture of my mom, well, how come? How come you're posting stuff for her and not the the twelve other elderly people who died um, in the state of Utah or in the city of Tooele or any of these other things? If you came at me like that for posting something about my mom, you might catch hands. And that sounds a little rough, but. Still. So why do we come against people? You know, they're fans of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they may not have known him, but they absolutely didn't know the other people on the helicopter. And they don't and, and they don't have to have an, a constant funeral pyre going for the babies that are murdered. It just don't. And, and don't hear me again. I'm, I'm sure there are people going, well, you're so you're really not pro-life. Yes, I'm absolutely pro-life as pro-life as they come. I am absolutely an abolitionist. Abortion is murder without exception, period, point blank, full stop. And I post about it a whole lot. But I don't expect every Christian to post about it the same way I do. I expect every Christian to be opposed to it. But I don't expect them to have the same fervor for it that I do. I don't. God has wired people differently. And I hope they don't expect me to have the same fervor for different things that they do. You know, they may be uh, crisis pregnancy centers. Or they may be, again, foreign missions. Or they may be local missions. Or they may be evangelists. Or they may be, you know, there are so many things within the Christian world that, that people are, at, that's why God has given us different parts to be a part of the body. And each, you know, not everyone is an eye or not everyone is a hand and so on. We're all different and it makes the church what it is. And then a, a lot of this stuff is from outside the church as well. You know, I mean, it's, it's different, so many different things political things and and so on the whataboutism in in all these places and it just shows the 
the absolute lack of maturity in the Christian world and in our world period because we get ourselves riled up into these whataboutism situations. You know, well, what about, you know, again, the, the Super Bowl. What about Trump did this and you're mad about this and the white people did this and you're mad about and, and it's just like, stop. Stop. We're all going to be passionate about something and we don't all have to be passionate about what you are passionate about. Please be passionate, but don't bring that against somebody who, and especially not in a situation like this. I don't know how many, I, I mean, just to think that, I mean, one, if, if I have to see people and I'm, I, I don't have enough followers or, or sphere of influence to really garner that kind of reaction when it comes time for my mom to pass, which is going to be very, very soon. But I think of, like, I mean, anybody in any of that situation who has a, a large number of followers, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody that wouldn't be offended by me using them. You know, there's going to come a time, I mean, we, we look at, like, Summer Yeager and, and James White. You know, father-daughter, James is in impeccable health. I'm sure he's going to be around for another 30-some years. But when that time comes and, and he goes to be with the Lord and Summer posts something about her dad has passed and so on and so forth, I can't imagine her family having to read the comments coming back to her on Facebook, well, why, why didn't you, why didn't you post something like this for R.C. Sproul, or which she probably did, but um, again, you, you get the point that I'm making, why didn't you do this for this person, why didn't you do this for this, I'm sure somebody's going to come along, Christine, is it Christine Peck, I don't even remember the lady's name, I don't, don't care, is going to come and go, well, that's Federal Vision, and, uh, you know, so, there you have that, but, <sighs> I can't imagine how Kobe's wife felt to see people, you know, essentially in this roundabout way saying something, trying to say something about her husband, but then bringing Trump into the, the, the thing, you know, Donald Trump gives his condolences and people are like, well, yeah, that's not, I mean, think about what it is again, consider just be considerate, and especially when we're dealing with people who are mourning. Yeah, everybody mentioned Kobe, and not everybody mentioned the other people who died on that, that helicopter, but nobody knew them, except the people that absolutely loved them. And I'm sure they all posted stuff. But none of those people who were angry were following them, or the people that knew them, to see anything about it. And I'm sure, I am absolutely sure that the Altabelli relatives, loved ones, and so on, when they posted, you know, RIP this and that about the Altabelli family who died in the helicopter with them, I guarantee in you nobody came at them going, well, how come you don't have anything up there for Kobe? What about Kobe? What about... It's ridiculous. But this has become the state of our country and I, I wish I could put a finger on or put a thumb on what it is why it is 
And I think it's just a, a lack of maturity in a lot of people. Old, young is just there somewhere along the line that maybe it was the fact that as they came through the 70s and the me generation and that fed into and, and I can't even say that's real because <laughs> that it didn't affect me. But there are people in my generation who are just as petty. There are people that I know and people that I love who are just as petty with comments like that. You know what? I didn't post anything about the Altabellis because, not because I didn't think they were as important or they didn't have the same value. I did not know them. I didn't know Kobe either, but I knew of him. And I've watched him and I've I've been influenced by him for years. Much of it negative on my own part, but still. So just think about that. It's... There's something to be said for consistency and common courtesy. And somewhere along the way, we have lost that. And if I can in any way encourage you... To get back to that, I hope this did it. Otherwise, I just really ticked off a whole lot of people. And sometimes that's what I do. So I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to say, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.